Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again this week, during the Danny Kay absence, we present another great comedy cast. Tonight, we take you now to Duffy's Tavern. Hello, Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meat deed, Archie the you speak, and Duffy ain't here. Hello, Duffy. Big crowd here tonight. Oh, yeah, Three Drink O'Reilly, uh, Foul Mouth Clarity. Yeah, and that, uh, quiet-talking Irish guy, Pat O'Brien. Yeah, the Irish Hush. <laughs> yeah, you've seen him in the movies, Duffy, you know, real he-man, broad-shouldered, rugged, and powerful, and yet with that certain something about him that the other guy always gets the dame. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, what time are you coming down, Duffy? Well, tonight is the big dinner. Your 33rd wedding anniversary. You forgot about it. Your memory's getting shorter since Mrs. Duffy's been beating you over the head with that baseball bat. <laughs> well, you better not let her know you forgot this one or instead of a short memory, you'll wind up with a tall memorial. <laughs> I'll call you back. <laughs> Thank you. 
Duffy's Tavern, where we find Clifton Finnegan, Miss Duffy, Eddie the Waiter, Clancy the Cop, Maddie Melnick and his orchestra, our guest star tonight, Pat O'Brien, and Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Okay, Eddie, we got to get ready for the Duffy's party now. Uh, let's lift this sandbag on top of this beer keg here. Right. Good. Now we add to it this 300-pound sack of flour. Let's see, altogether, it's 400 pounds. Ready? Lift. <laughs> Woo! That ain't no use, Mr. Archer. That beer keg just won't hold 400 pounds. Hmm. Where is Mrs. Duffy gonna sit? <laughs> yes, sir. You know, that, that, that Mrs. Duffy is always a big seating problem. <laughs> and every year the problem gets bigger. <laughs> <laughs> what a big behemoth. <clears throat> I uh, wonder what she does weigh. Just a second, Archie. Maybe Mama is a little heavy, but she's built in perfect proportion. Look what rode in on a broom here. <laughs> Miss Duffy, your mother has perfect proportion? Certainly. She has fat hips and fat legs, but don't forget that's balanced by the fact that she has a very fat face. Oh. <laughs> Eddie, uh, do you think my mother looks so very fat? Well, Miss Duffy, I I I'm in no position to say. What do you mean, in no position to say? Well, if I say it, I won't have no position. <laughs> Look, will you stop about your mother, Miss Duffy? You can't make a zephyr out of a heifer. <laughs> Holy cat, their 33rd anniversary. You know, it's hard to believe that with so many people in the world that them two married each other. Now, just a second, Archie. It was true love. From the day they first met in Ireland. Oh, they met in Ireland? I, I never knew that. Yeah, at Blarney Castle. Blarney Castle, huh? Yeah. Papa and some friends had gone to visit the castle, and that's where the whole thing started. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Papa thought he was kissing the Blarney Stone, and it turned out to be Mama. <laughs> How quaint. <laughs> well, look, Eddie, we better get busy with the anniversary party. Did that uh, new chef finish the cake yet? Yeah, he finished it. Well, how is it? Well, it started, I, I started, oh, hey, that gives me an idea. What? That's what Mrs. Duffy can sit on. <laughs> <laughs> on the anniversary cake? <laughs> well, it's an idea, but first, maybe we better blow out the candles, huh? <laughs> now, uh, <clears throat> come on, let's get busy. We still got a lot of loose ends here. The heart. <laughs> well, hello, Finnegan. <clears throat> Welcome to the party. Uh, what did you do? Come stag? No, Arch, I walked. Then again, stag means a guy that ain't got a girl. The stag's a guy that ain't got a girl? Well, you know, it's a figment of speech. Uh, real stag looks like that moose head over there. No wonder he ain't got a girl. Oh, forget it. What, what do you got under your arm there? Oh, that's, that's an anniversary present for Duffy. Oh, and uh, did you bring one for Mrs. Duffy? Why, is it her anniversary, too? <laughs> well, naturally. Boy, she horns in on everything. <laughs> hey, Arch, look, will you take a look at this present I bought? Uh, I want to ask you something about it. Okay, let's see it. Hmm, nice present. Uh, why'd you want to ask me about it? What is it? 
<laughs> Why, it's, uh, it's, it's obvious, uh, don't, don't you know what it is? No. Well, then why did you buy it? The man said you couldn't get them no more. <laughs> well, that's very interesting. Uh, Eddie, uh, look, uh, did, did you ever see one of these? Sure. That's a waffle iron. Hey, you see, Finnegan, it's a waffle iron. Maybe after this you'll take my word for things. <laughs> well, well, good evening, boys. Well, hello, Officer Clancy. Glad to see you. Have a little something to heighten the color of your nose? Uh, don't mind if I do. Say, what's that? Oh, that's Duffy's anniversary present, Clancy. It's a thing you iron waffles with. <laughs> Uh, Clancy, did you get the Duffies a present? Naturally. After all, I was at their wedding. Yeah, that's right, Clancy. You was there when the battle started, wasn't you? <laughs> Tell me, how did Duffy act? I'll bet he was scared, huh? No, as I remember, he was quite brave. Took it like a man. Except for one tense moment when it looked like he was going to break and run. When was that? When he heard the words, you may kiss the bride. <laughs> hello? Oh, hello, Duffy. Hey, we're waiting for you. What's keeping you? You're fighting with Mrs. Duffy? About what? Oh, she found out you forgot about the anniversary and she's letting you have it, huh? What's she hitting you with? Everything but the... Hello? What was that? The kitchen sink. <laughs> Sounds like Mrs. Duffy is rather provoked. <clears throat> well, hello, hello, hello. As Gene Autry said to a pair of his pants, how are you? Chaps. <laughs> well, well, well. Our old pal, Sir Heathcliff, the comedian. I thought I told you to stay out of here. Hmm. As the cow said to the milkmaid, I didn't expect such a cold hand. <laughs> well, wait a minute, Heathcliff. Tonight... Tonight is Duffy's anniversary party. Do you know any Irish jokes? Irish jokes? Of course, old boy. As the dog said when he walked out of the flea circus, I've got a million of them. Mm -hmm. Just listen to this one. It seems there were two Irishmen, Pat and Mike. Pat said to Mike, Mike, my sister is marrying a fine Irish lad. So Mike said, oh, really? And Pat said, no, O'Reilly. Tonight, the corn is green. <laughs> Heathcliff, why don't you get a partner called Abner so you can do an act called Crum and Abner? <laughs> oh, really, no, O'Reilly. Uh, Mr. Archie, Mr. O'Brien's on his way in. Oh, good. Fellas, come on. Pat's here. Uh, Finnegan, Clancy, leave us, give him some real Irish atmosphere, okay. huh? Laura, 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 my wild Irish roll. Finnegan. What goes on here? Oh, it's just a little welcome for you, Pat. Fellas, look, it's Pat O'Brien. <laughs> well, well, Pat, the top of the Mavonin to you. Thank you, and the back of Makushla to you. 
Well, I'm glad you finally got here, me fast palpine. <laughs> you uh, ain't been down here uh, to the tavern in quite a while. How come? Let's call it the luck of the Irish. <laughs> Pat, that is no way for an Irishman to talk. After all, don't forget, you're one of Duffy's own launchmen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, where is Duffy? He's home. He's smart. <laughs> now, wait a minute, O'Brien. Away you wrap this joint. I'm wondering if you're an Irishman at that. How would you like a healthy punch in the nose? Don't evade the question. <laughs> Are you sure you're Irish? Yes, I'm Irish. Then why wasn't you in going my way? <laughs> What kind of talk is this? Accusing an O'Brien of not being an Irishman. Thank you, officer. Why, I've never seen a finer figure of an Irishman. That's very nice of you, officer. Sure, me and the wife has admired you for these many years. Thank you, officer. Uh, how's chances of getting me in pictures? <laughs> you in pictures, Clancy? And why not? They always have them parts in pictures, them thick-headed cops. Why should they hire actors when in a man like me they can get the real thing? <laughs> No, that would be carrying reality too far. Where's me club? Archie, explain that remark. Now, Clancy, I merely meant that you would be perfect as a thick-headed cop. Oh, well, that's different. Your apology is accepted. <coughs> oh, it's uh, Mr. O'Brien. Uh, yeah? Archie, uh, where do these things come from? Out of the woodwork? <laughs> well, uh, sometimes. Other times we just drop them from the chandelier. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Mr. O'Brien, uh, that Margaret O'Brien, is that your wife? Anyhow, Margaret O'Brien, she's only seven years old. Yeah, they said the same thing about Shirley Temple, and what did she turn out to be, a married woman? You got a point there. Uh, hello, Mr. O'Brien. I'm Miss Duffy, my parents' attractive daughter. Mm. <laughs> Brother, this joint is a nest of them. Miss Darcy, the phone. Yeah, okay, I'll be right with you, Pat. Hello? Oh, hello, Mrs. Duffy. No, he didn't come down here. What's the matter? You sound scared. He did? Well, I'll see if I can find him. Oh, sure. Well, keep a step up a chin. Hey, Eddie, Duffy has disappeared. Mrs. Duffy says he threatened to go out and kill himself. Now, I don't believe it. Why? Oh, why should he go out to kill himself when Mrs. Duffy could render him the same service at home? <laughs> well, you never can tell about that guy. I better see if I can find him. Uh, let's see. I'll call his lodge. Hello? County Cork Culture Club? <laughs> Is Duffy there? A bald guy. No, huh? Maybe he was black bald. <laughs> Will you turn out the crummy jokes, Heathcliff? Uh, let's see. Where else could he be? Uh... Hello? A rock Turkish bat? <clears throat> is Duffy there? He ain't? Well, this is Archie. I'm trying to find him. Who's this? Oh, hello, Abdo. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but uh, I'll be in. Well, uh, you know, I've been kind of busy lately. Huh? Oh, no, I ain't taking no bets no place else. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in. <clears throat> okay. Nice guy, that Abdullah Rock. <clears throat> now, 
Where could that stuff of your gone so well? Say, Archie, not that it all hasn't been horrible, but it's getting late and... Oh, uh, look, Pat, you can't leave. Now, I, I, I'm going to need you. No, I'm sorry, Archie. Look, if, if I tell you a secret, will you promise not to tell it to another human being in this joint? Not even if I meet one. <laughs> Man, listen. Duffy has disappeared. Who? Duffy, the owner of this place. He's planning to kill himself. The only decent thing for him to do. Hey, Archie, when do we eat? You hear that, Pat? We gotta start the dinner. Now, these guys is all Duffy's loyal friends and bore him beautiful presents, you know? And if we don't give him the dinner, they'll all take their presents home. So, what do you say, Pat? Will you help me? What do you want me to do? Well, I want you to stay for the dinner and read a poem that I wrote. A poem that you wrote? Yeah. Okay, show me the wall. <laughs> it ain't wrote on no wall. <laughs> It's wrote here on a hunk of paper. Here, look it over. Say, Archie, when do we eat? In a minute. me the sauce, please. Yeah, here you are. Let me have a hunk of bread. Uh, here, uh, would you mind to pass me the butter? Here. Finnegan, that's no way to eat celery. Uh, <laughs> uh sorry, Archer. Hey, this pig's knuckle looks beautiful. 
Finnegan, let's go of me hand. Oh. <laughs> Fellas, will you please watch your decorums here? Hey, Pat, you're not eating. Want me to wind up in Forest Lawn? <laughs> oh, come on, try them pickle pig's feet. They're our speciality. Uh, Finnegan, uh... Pass Mr. O'Brien a pig's foot. The pig's foot? Uh, well, you have, Mr. O'Brien, a left or a right. <laughs> well, see if you can get him to walk by and I'll decide. <laughs> hey, Eddie, uh, any word about Duffy yet? No. Oh, I can't. Hmm. There's one more call I could make, but well, I guess I got it. Hello? City Morgue? Look, have you got a rigor mortis there named Duffy? <laughs> no, huh? Thanks. Well, he ain't there yet. <laughs> I wonder where the guy can be. Well, we can't hold it up no longer. We better start the speeches. <clears throat> okay, quiet, folks. Now, uh, I want to welcome you one and all to Duffy's 33rd anniversary party. The Duffy's ain't here yet, pending their lack of arrival. <clears throat> However... <laughs> They are represented by their lifelong daughter, Miss Duffy. I thank you, dear people, in the name of Mom and Papa, whom are the parents, the daughter of whose I am proud to be the offspring. I thank you. <laughs> A lovely sentiment, Miss Duffy. Uh, now, our next speaker will be Sir Heathcliff Batterswick. I have never met Mr. Duffy personally, which reminds me of a story. It seems there were two Irishmen named Pat and Mike... Oh. And now, our next speaker... <coughs> our next speaker will be that brave and fearless minion of the law, Officer Clancy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have known Mr. Duffy for the last 40 years. And I can truthfully say that in this whole neighborhood, there is not one man that I've... Uh, I've... Uh, that I've known longer, I thank you. <laughs> That was really a beautiful tribute. And now a word from one of Duffy's loyalist employees, Eddie DeWaiter. Uh, the ladies and gentlemen, I worked for Mr. Duffy for a good many years. Now, he ain't the sort of man who throws money around or wastes it or even spends it. <laughs> but underneath it all, he's got a good heart, I suppose. I thank you. <laughs> I hope Duffy's hearing all of this wherever he is. And now another one of Duffy's admirers, Mr. Clifton Finnegan. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say that everything I am today, whatever was, whatever will be, I owe to my dear mother. <laughs> yes. I'm sure that many more of Duffy's loyal friends would like to eulogize him also. <coughs> Thousands of them. But I'm afraid that time permits. So <laughs> we will proceed to the big piece of resistance of the evening, a poem wrote by me and recited by Mr. Pat O'Brien. Happy anniversary, Mr. and Mrs. Duffy. Yous have weathered weather both stormy and roughy. <laughs> Through sunshine and foul, in sickness and rain, for 33 years, yous have stuck as a twain. <laughs> you love your wife, Duffy. I've oft seen you hug her. Although she might 
kiss you back with a Louisville slugger. <laughs> She's still your whole world. Although when you did mate her, she was not quite so lumpy around the equator. <laughs> so he sends you greetings from old Duffy's Tavern. Such marriages are only made up in Havern. <laughs> Over each other for years did you drool. May it go on forever like a time capsule. <laughs> Very good. Hello? Oh, hello, Mrs. Duffy. Huh? You found him? Where? Out on the window ledge. He's threatening to jump. Well, look, may maybe I can talk him out of it. Re reach the phone out to him. Fellas, it looks like he wasn't kidding. Hello? Hello, Duffy. Duffy, get in off of that ledge. But Duffy, Duffy, don't talk like that. But Duffy, once you're dead, life ain't worth living. <laughs> no, that's not true, Duffy. No, everybody loves you. Well, so what if a person's wife does slug him once in a while? She's got to have some fun in life, too. <laughs> You're still going to... Duffy, please. Look, wait, wait just one minute. Hey, Pat, quick. Sing him an Irish song. Maybe it'll divert the guy. Okay, give me the phone. I'll sing him McSorley's Twins. Okay, Duffy, listen to this. Now, Mrs. McSorley had fine pretty twins. Two fat little divils they were. With the squallin' and bawlin' from morning till night, it would deafen you, I do declare. Be me salt was a caution, the way they would scream like the blast of a fisherman's horn. Says McSorley, not one blessed hour have I slept since them two little devils was born. <coughs> With the dancin' and prancin' the whole blessed night, they could hardly stand up on their pins. Ah, oh, what an elegant time at the christening we had of McSorley's two beautiful twins. And now the second verse, Duffy. Hello. Hello. Give me that phone, quick. Hello? Hmm. I thought so. He jumped. <laughs> well, fellas, we better get down there quick and condone Mrs. Duffy. Now, come on. Hey, wait a minute. I just thought of something. What? They live on the ground floor. <laughs> he was just doing a whole dirty trick to scare his wife. I know, but doesn't Mrs. Duffy know they live on the ground floor? No, when they moved in, they had a heist that threw the window like a piano. She didn't know what floor they lived on. <laughs> Look, Pat, I'm, I'm sorry. The whole thing was a hoax, hoax act, you know, but uh, it was very sweet to help us out, so... If you want to blow now, we won't keep you here no longer. Hmm? Oh, shut up, Archie. I'm going to get him to like this crummy joint. Come on, boys. Let's get on with the party. How about a little song? Oh, oh sure.
This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.